Morning, everyone. Welcome to this Wednesday morning devotional. And we're going to look again, like I did on Monday, at this Exodus story of the children of Israel leaving Egypt. And something I wanted to pick up on, I'll just read it to you quick. A little bit later on, we're um, in Exodus chapter 13. Moses writes, and this whole chapter is on the consecration of the firstborn. I just want to read the first um, uh, two verses. It says, The Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me every firstborn male. The firstborn offspring of every womb amongst the Israelites belongs to me, whether human or animal. And one of the things I've really wanted to do, um, and kind of highlight, we did it uh, last week when we were preaching uh, on Abraham and Lot, and how Abraham was a picture of Jesus coming after us to rescue us. Um, there is a picture here as well of Jesus, and I also want to always be able to point out where Jesus is in the text and, and how this points forward to who Jesus was going to be for us. Because the old, I've heard people say the Old Testament is the New Testament, conce New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And so there's a beautiful, beautiful picture here of God's heart towards us and pointing forward to Jesus. I love the fact that God is all-powerful and he owes no one anything. God didn't save mankind because he had a little hole in his heart and he was so insecure that he needed, he needed our worship to make him feel better about himself. But what God always does, and it's, it's incredible in the book of Hebrews we read that, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, talking about Jesus, yet was just as we were, attempted in every way, yet was without sin. And so we have a God who loves us, who created us, and who knew us. And we can so quickly forget that Jesus didn't only come to earth to die for us, but also to live and show us how we should live. God never once put a burden on us that was more than we could carry ourselves. In fact, he says, we should take on Jesus' burden, where his, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Um, that God would be the one who empowers us and gives us ability. So what does that have to do with this story? Well, if we have a look in the story, it talks about how God says to Moses, the firstborn of everyone, of everything, will belong to me. And there's a beautiful picture there of God pointing forward because God would say that every the firstborn of Every um, every human firstborn belongs to him. And so what people would do would be to redeem their firstborn. So when you had your firstborn child, you would take your firstborn son and your firstborn son would be redeemed. You'd offer a sacrifice for him because that child belonged to God. And then the firstborn of, of your flock and all that stuff was sacrificed to God. And the reason God was saying that was, I want you to understand, and he's pointing forward to Jesus, that one day his son, the firstborn, Jesus Christ, would be sacrificed for our sake. And I love the fact that God never puts a burden on mankind. That whole thing about the firstborn pointing forward to Jesus. I'm sure there were people who were sitting around going, you know, maybe this is unfair. You know, I've got my flock of sheep and I have to sacrifice this first sheep and give it to God. Like, you know, I've only got like five sheep and I've got to lose one of them and whatever. And so overthinking the price that they had to pay. And God knew that one day 
the ultimate price would be paid of his son Jesus himself, where Jesus would lay down in his life. So God's pointing forward to that moment. And I think this story is such a beautiful picture, friends, because I think we so often forget the price that Jesus paid for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And when we come back to that space and we understand that God here is not looking to punish mankind, God's not looking to make some aimless point, but he's wanting to remind mankind and point forward to the fact that we can never out-sacrifice God. We can never outgive God. No matter what we endure, no matter what we experience, it's nothing compared to what Jesus experienced while he was on this earth. And also, no matter how much we give, nothing compares to the price that God paid in terms of giving the life of his son. For us, we didn't deserve it at all, yet God um, sent his son Jesus. And so there's such a beautiful picture in here where God is saying, they belong to me. The firstborn of, of, of all these um, people belong, of your sons and your sons and then the, the animals and whatever, belong to me because one day my firstborn, Jesus, will belong to you. And it's such a beautiful reminder, friends, that Jesus came to you and he came to me. God knows us and he loves us and he's for us. And he, um, God doesn't want us to have this distant relationship with him, you know, at an arm's length. Um, but he wants it to be close that there is this belonging thing that goes on, this exchange where we are not in just a contractual relationship with God, but where we are family and we are knitted in. And so God's feeling about the firstborn, the way he felt about them, um, in some ways, is our feeling about how we feel about Jesus. Not that Jesus belongs to us in, in a lesser sense, but that we um, take Jesus' death and we take Jesus' sacrifice for ourselves. Um, it's not at an arm's length or a distance. What Jesus did on the cross for us, he did for me. And I can lean into that, knowing full well that I am not a byproduct of what Jesus did on the cross. I am the direct recipient of what Jesus did on the cross for me. And so if I can encourage you today, as you read through the story, the way God talks about the firstborn, um, I've been reading it this morning in my devotional and thinking to myself, wow, that's how God feels about when something belongs to him, that ownership will have this covenant and relationship with him where he belongs as much to me as I do to him. Um, and that doesn't take away from his majesty or his glory. It's, it's the it's the relationship I'm talking about there. And so hopefully that encourages you this morning that um, God doesn't ever put anything on us above what we can bear. Friends, I don't know what you're going through and what your life looks like at the moment, the sacrifice that you may be paying. But I know this, that God isn't unaware of that. I know that God isn't unsure and um, uncaring about what you're experiencing at the moment by any means. He knows exactly uh, what it's like to suffer. He, Jesus was tested in every way, yet was without sin. And so God sets this beautiful example for us. And I trust that when we look at Jesus, he is always our first example. And he is our, the one and only sacrifice that we need to pay, to pay the cost for our sin and to give us access to God that we never find ourselves in a place where we find we are trying to earn it ourselves 
or trying to prove to God how much we love Him by our deeds. Rather, we know because we, that firstborn Son of God, belongs to us, everything that He did is now accessible to us, and so we have access to God the Father. So I hope that blesses you guys. Can't wait to catch up with you later on in the week.